Brad Sugars and welcome to the Apprentice Billionaire Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about a subject that I cover in my first, one of my first three books, A Billionaire in Training. If you haven't read Billionaire in Training, grab it, read it, go through it. But what we look at is the ladder of wealth. How does actual entrepreneurialism happen and what steps do you take to get there? We start out, and to, to understand this, by the way, we got to start out at level minus one. Level minus one is when you're a student, okay? I call it minus one because there's no income coming from it. As a student, it actually is a cost. You're, you're like a blight on society. Society has to pay for you to make your learning happen, or your parents have to pay for you to make your learning happen, or you're paying for your kids to make their learning happen. Either way. So what is the job of a student? The job of a student is you are an apprentice employee. You're an apprentice job owner, okay? You're moving up the ladder of entrepreneurialism, but you move from student to employee. So you take a bunch of courses, you learn a bunch of different aspects, of life, of business, of reading, of studying, of math, of science, of all these things, so that you can get a job. Now, at level zero, which is the employee, you are now, so your job as an employee is to make enough money and pay some taxes, right? That's your job. You pay taxes. Well, actually, you don't pay taxes. What happens is the business that you work for pays taxes on your behalf to be allowed to employ you. You think you're paying taxes, but the reality is you get paid after-tax money. They just pay the taxes for you. In different states and different countries, they have to raise the wage so your after-tax money is different. What is your job as an employee? Well, your job as an employee is you're an apprentice business owner. Your job is to go and take a whole bunch of different jobs and learn how to be a good business owner. I was lucky enough when I was young that I was not a good employee. Um, and I say lucky because it meant I had to keep changing jobs. I was allowed to move from job to job fairly regularly. or In fact, I was asked to move from job to job fairly regularly. So I did jobs in marketing. I did jobs in sales. I did jobs in finance. I did jobs in production. I did all sorts of different things, selling ads for newspapers, working as a gardener and uh, doing all sorts of different things as a DJ, making announcement specials at uh, the local Kmart where I worked. You name it, I tried it. And so sales, marketing, finance, all of these different aspects that I got to work and do were all designed based on, well, it wasn't any design. To be real honest, I had no clue that what I was training to be was a business owner. But that's your job as an employee. See, it's cheaper to be paid to learn working for someone else. They're paying you to learn a skill. So go get a job in sales. Go get a job in marketing. Go get a job in manufacturing or get a job in production or in a, in, in any different area, legals, finance, you name it. Get different jobs so you learn the different aspects of business. Too many young people want to get a job. Well, I'll, I'll put it to you bluntly. I'll tell you a quick story. I was teaching a group of young kids about becoming successful as a business owner, being an employer rather than an employee. And in teaching them this, you know, they're sitting there saying, well, when I leave school, I want to go and get the best paying job. No, you don't want the best paying job. You want the best learning job. You want a job where you have a great mentor, where you have so much that you can learn rather than more than you than worrying about how much you earn. See, if you can get a great mentor in your first job, in your second job, then imagine how much you learn. It sets you up for life. I know school's important and I, I will always recommend people go to college. Why? Because 
because at college you learn how to grow up. You learn a bunch of things about life, not just about that. And you build a great network. That's what college's main benefit is, the network that you garner. So you get to that level of employee. You got to have a bunch of different jobs. You got to learn a bunch of different things because you're setting yourself up to be the owner of a business. Now, from level zero employee, eventually you'll step up to self-employed. Now, most people do this part-time in the beginning. They normally start a part-time thing, whether it's a multi-level, a network marketing thing, or whether it's a part-time business out of their garage, or whether it's something that they do for, you know, anything it is. Your side gig is the starting point of learning to be in a business owner. So you start a side gig. You start your own business. You start something doing that. You're self-employed. There's only one person working for you. It's you. Now, the challenge at self-employed is there's so much to learn. And if you didn't do a good apprenticeship back when you're an employee, you didn't learn sales, didn't learn marketing, you got to learn them now in your own business. You got to keep growing, you keep learning all this stuff. So the learning work is actually the hardest work. The doing work of the business is not that difficult. The easy work is the doing work. The hardest work is learning sales, learning marketing, learning how to get a customer, keep a customer, learning all of these different aspects. Now, it's self-employed. You're on what I call the seesaw of business. It's like, go and get a sale, go and make a sale. You know, do the work, make the sale, do the work, make the sale. You, you're crazy at this point. You're running backwards and forwards up the seesaw, and hey, presto, you're wondering why you're tired. Why? Because you have every single job in the business. If you did an organization chart of the business, your name is in every single box of the organization chart. And that's not a bad thing. It's how almost all of us got started. It's how I got started, how a lot of my friends got started. We started out as solopreneurs, doing our thing, one person, that's it. Now, gradually, as you learn to build a business and you learn to make money in your business, you get to employ other people. You move up to level two, the manager. Now, again, there's a whole bunch of stuff to learn. You got to learn recruiting, hiring. You got to learn training people. You got to learn business planning. You got to learn pretty much every dang thing, management, leadership, uh, um, cash flow management, all of these aspects that have to be learned. This, my friends, is why your first business is the hardest business, because you don't know what you're doing. Same as why is your first million the hardest million, because you got to learn how to make it and make it at the same time. you got to learn business and build the business at the same time. You know, most people who go to self-employed end up bailing out and saying, they don't fail, they just bail out. They say, to heck with it, this is too hard, I'm going to go back and get a job. Most people who get to the manager level end up saying, you know what, I'm going to fire all of them and just go back to when it was me. It was easier when it was just me. You know, because at the manager level, you go from the seesaw to the merry-go-round. You run around and around and around in circles, putting out fires, your staff start. See, in the beginning, you think they work for you. <laughs> Reality is, you work for them. You're going to work all day, every day to make enough money to pay their wages, and you're not taking home as much money as they are. That's how it starts in the beginning, because you got to learn manager, learn leadership, learn systems, learn marketing, learn sales at a much higher level. you got to learn volume business and all of this sort of stuff. Now, eventually, you get to be the point of level three, the owner. My definition of a business, if you haven't heard it on any of my videos, podcasts, or drive time videos, or you name it, anywhere I am, um, it, my definition is simple. 
write it down. It's a commercial profitable enterprise that works without you. Commercial profitable enterprise that works without you. Uh, if you read my book, The Business Coach, you'll get into the details of how that actually can happen. But at level three, you become the owner. You own a business. You own a business that works so you don't have to. It makes money whether you get out of bed or not. That's the definition of leverage where you work, do the work one time and you make money forever. If you've built a business that works so you don't have to, then you're free. You can retire at that point. Retirement's not a function of age. Retirement is a function of building something that makes you money whether you go to whether you go to work or not. So from level three owner, we then move up to level four investor. By the way, there's still a bunch to learn at owner level. How to be, you know, how to get the numbers from people, how to hire a good CEO or a general manager, how to let go emotionally and go and do other things. So you move to level four investor. Now, investing-wise, there's three things that you've got to learn to invest in. Businesses, number one. Businesses are the highest return investment of anything there is. Why? Because a business is valued on its profitability. If you buy a business and double its profit, what did you just do? Doubled the value of it. You want proof of this fact? All the biggest investors in the world, what are they called? Venture capital funds. What do they invest in? Businesses. Why? Because they buy the business, improve the profitability, therefore increase the capital value of the asset. Massive increase is possible, therefore massive value increase is possible. Second thing you got to learn to invest in is real estate. You got to learn real estate. Why? It's the best passive investment there is. You put in 20% of the money, someone else pays off 80% of the money over a period of 20 years, paying the mortgage off by renting the place for you. Everybody wins. Now, if it goes up in value, that's a bonus. The bonus simply is, and the real reason we invest in real estate is so that someone pays off 80% of the asset for us by paying us rent. Okay. If it goes up in value, even better. If there's deductions, all that stuff. Read my book, The Real Estate Coach. if you want the details on that stuff, or the wealth coach, if you want to get into understanding wealth from that level. Third thing you got to learn to invest in is the stock market. Why? It's a great way to make money. It's a great investment tool if you know what you're doing. You know, again, this is all about the learning. Build it. Now, two things you got to know about investors. You become an investor when you understand two things. When you have a set of rules, and that is rules, what I will buy and what I won't buy. If you don't know enough, like for real estate, if you don't have a set of rules, I'll buy this and I'll buy this. I won't buy this. I won't buy that. If you can't write a set of rules, you don't know enough to be actually investing, okay? So you got to know your set of rules. And the second thing is you got to have your niche, okay? Your niche, depending on where you're from in the world. You got to pick a niche and you got to make sure that's the area that I'm going to focus in on. Invest where you're a genius. Invest where you're an expert. Don't invest in stuff you don't really understand. Even in the stock market, know your rules, know your niche. Business, know your rules, know your niche, okay? Stick with them and make sure you become it. Then ultimately you get to level five, the entrepreneur. This is where you actually make money using other people's money and other people's time. You build concepts. So in business at the entrepreneur level, you would build a business, either sell shares or sell franchises or sell licenses to other people. In real estate, you would develop property and sell it on to other people. In, in the share market, you would build a business and actually put it into a public trading situation, doing uh, an offer to the public or you, you know all this sort of stuff. So we start out at the student, level minus one. You're an apprentice employee. You start out as an employee, you're an apprentice business owner. Self-employed, you're an apprentice manager. you got to learn how to manage people, build the business. You then build a business that works without you. Then from that business, you've bought back your time. Now that you've got enough time, you become a good investor. You start investing the profits from it. Then you build massive companies, massive big things. And hey, presto, that's the idea of a trainee billionaire. An apprentice billionaire follows the system of this. Read the book. 
book. It's called Billionaire in Training. Read my book, The Wealth Coach. Read The Real Estate Coach. Read all 16 of the dang things. Actually, I got a 17th one coming out next year. So you got plenty of reading to do, plenty of learning to do. Forward this message to someone else. Make sure you share this with your friends. Make sure you sit down and watch it again. Take care. This is the Apprentice Billionaire Podcast. I'm Brad Sugars. Enjoy your learning today.